This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 47. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm back in the UK after... Oh, let's see. Over six years, six and a half years of traveling, of living abroad. I've finally come back to the UK. It's time. I'm looking for to spend a bit of more settled time around friends and family. And I'm really, really happy to be back. One of the things I really want to do is start up something for people who live in London. London's one of the most, it's one of the greatest cities in the world. I love it to bits. And it's, it's a mecca for language learning because we have people from all over the world here. So you live in London or or in anywhere in the UK, and you'd like to get involved in whatever it is that I'm going to do, because I don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be cool. If that sounds interesting to you, then drop me a line. You can you can reach me anytime at ollie at iwillteachyouralanguage.com. Just drop me a line, let me know, and I'd love to hear from you. Now, today we've got a great question from Hugo in Brazil, and he asks this in an iTunes review. He says, Ollie, thank you for the amazing content and tips that help us all to learn a new language. I have a question. What do you do to memorize all the languages that you've learned and not decrease your level in these languages? All right, Hugo, thank you very much for the compliment. I'm really glad that you enjoy the podcast. And a great question as well. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't come up before, actually. A a couple of people have asked, I think it was episode three when we had, can you learn learn multiple languages, i.e. at the same time? Hugo's question is, well, how do you maintain all of your languages and not let the level slip? Great question. So if you ask me how many languages I know, then I would answer eight. And those would be English, French, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, Japanese, Cantonese, and Arabic. Now, do I know all of those languages to the same level? No, absolutely not. And, you know, if you ask any polyglots, um, especially people who are who are who are more more prolific, perhaps those who learn um, eight, ten, fifteen, twenty languages or more, they will all tell you the same thing: that you can learn a lot of languages, but you're never going to be, you know, quote unquote, perfection in any of these. Uh, in any of these, you're never going to reach perfection with any of these languages, and that you, it's very very difficult, if not impossible, to keep them up all at the same level all the time. So. I think it's important to stand to start with that and to say that you know I I would never claim that I'm you know C2 level in all these languages I'm absolutely not I, I have been at some point with the exception of Arabic which I'm still and, and and Cantonese which is the two most recent languages that I've been learning but you know I I I'm a busy guy like you I don't have time to always be practicing all of these languages enough to always keep them really on top of my game and so so yeah, so the first foreign language I ever learned was French, and I learned that really, really well. I, I was highly fluent in French when I was about nineteen or twenty, and that was a long time ago. And but I but I learned it over over a period of time as well. After that, I went to learn Italian, and I learned Italian very, very quickly within the space of a couple of months. And then after that, I learned Spanish, and Spanish I learned very, very well, and again over a very long period of time, over a number of years. Now, the reason I tell you that is because each of those languages now is, is kind of a little bit different for me in terms of my my level now. So French is what I learned first, and it, it took me a long time. I learned it over a period of many months, and or probably a year, and I got to a very high level. 
Now, with French, the thing is, I haven't used it since, all right? So it's been about 13, 14 years that I haven't used French. And so I am not particularly fluent in French right now because I simply haven't used it. And with Italian, I learned it very quickly in a short space of time. I got to a pretty good level, actually. But then I stopped when I went back to London and started to learn Spanish and didn't keep up my Italian. And these days, my Italian is, is dreadful. Um, I can still understand most things, but I, I literally haven't spoken for 15 years Italian. And um, because I learned Spanish, which is a very similar language, and didn't keep up my Italian, that was it was really the, 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 the final nail in the coffin for my Italian. Spanish, on the other hand, I learned around the same period of time I kept it up, I, I, I learned it to a high level and kept it up and I still speak it regularly now and Spanish is probably my strongest language by far. So what am I getting at? My point is that all of these three languages I do or, or have spoken to a very high level at some point, but don't currently at the moment, at least with, with, with French and Italian. However, I'm confident that if I ever needed to get them back for, I don't know, a holiday or for, for work or whatever it may be, that I could very quickly um, study, spend some, some focused time studying them and get them back to a very high level in a very short space of time. Because, and, and this is really the key, I think, to maintaining your languages. If you have learned a language to a high level, if you learn it well, it's very, very difficult for it then to kind of disappear from your mind. It's very, very difficult for it not to be brought back if you choose to and if you spend the time to do it. It's very, very difficult for it for you not to be able to keep it up with a little bit of ongoing maintenance. And I think this is this is the most important point because a lot of people, I think, learn languages to perhaps a, a lower intermediate or an intermediate level and then kind of stop. And then if they stop for a few months or, or a year, it disappears from their mind. Whereas if you actually, when you get to a higher level, it reaches a point where it's so ingrained in your brain and it's so it's such second nature to you that it, I think it becomes hardwired in your head somewhere. I have no scientific basis for saying that, but it's just my experience that all the languages I've learned to a very high level have either stayed there or will come back very, very quickly in the right, in the right environments. I've seen that recently with French that I've been working on a little bit and I found it coming back very, very quickly, almost to the level um, that, that it was before, if, if not, if not um, further. So this is the first key is that when you think about your own language learning or look at the language learning of others, you have to ask yourself, how far have you got with the language? Have you got it to an intermediate level? Have you got it to an advanced level? And, and and bear that in mind, because if you get it to a high level, you're not going to forget it so easily. Now, in the case of the last couple of languages that I've learned, uh, which are uh, Japanese, Cantonese and Arabic, neither, none of those languages, I'd say I've got to a, a probably not even to a C1 level. I'd say I'm, I'm a good B2, certainly in Japanese, um, B1 in Cantonese, and Arabic is still a work in progress. So... I'm at a I'm in a place where for the last few languages that I've learned I haven't got them to the the really high level that I've been used to, and so I cannot rest on my laurels with them. 
I know that in the case of Japanese or Cantonese, for example, if I were to stop speaking them or learning them for a number of years, then it would be very, I think they would, I would lose an awful lot of them. But the thing is that with both of those languages, Japanese and Cantonese, I'm very, very interested in them. I'm very passionate about the languages and about the culture, and I'm very naturally motivated to, to, to keep learning them. And so I find that what I actually do is I, I, I study them on an, on, on an ongoing basis and I keep improving with them or at least maintain my level. And I do that by a number of, uh, by a number of different means. And I'll give you a quick list of what they are here. So the first thing I do is, is I make sure to have regular Skype calls, which I, I do via italki with the, the, the sponsors of the show, as you know. And it's a very convenient way to get in touch with people to book your lesson. So I, I do that on a regular basis because if you're speaking, it's very difficult to lose that knack, you know. The other thing I do with um, both of those languages is, is I like to watch TV series on a, a great site called gooddrama.net. And I love Japanese and Cantonese TV dramas. They're, they're fantastic. And it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I really like it. I also listen to podcasts, both in, in Japanese and Cantonese. I find Cantonese a bit harder, to be honest, at this stage, but I listen to quite a lot in Japanese. I use the the app HelloTalk to chat to people as well on a kind of, you know, random basis. I also really like the the the, the service FluentU, um, which is really great. It's based around video, so you can watch videos and see the subtitles. I also occasionally just open my textbook, you know. <laughs> Who would have thought? I actually open a textbook and do a little bit of study with that. And but the the key is I do it little and often, and because I'm really motivated to keep up these languages, I make sure that I integrate it into my week in in, in a certain way. And again, it's little and often. It's, it's five minutes of a podcast. It's a thirty minute Skype chat. It's a couple of messages here and there on Hello Talk. It's it's watching a video on Fluent U. Things like this, little and often, integrating it into my life. Now. With those two languages, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm actively learning them because I don't really dedicate a lot of study time to them, but that helps me keep them current, keep them on the tip of my tongue, at the front of my brain. And so that's the sort of thing that I suggest that, that you do as well. So really this, my, my reply and my advice for you is short term, integrate it into your life such that you can do it day in, day out, little and often. And then for the longer term, for whatever language you're learning, aim to get it to a you know good C1 level, an advanced level. Because once you've got it there, you will not find it easy to forget it. So I hope that helps. It's just, it's by no means an easy or quick solution, but I think it's it's the reality. If you'd like to ask me a question, please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask, where you can leave me a, a voicemail, which I love to get. Also, if you've been enjoying these podcasts, I don't know how long you've been listening for. Maybe this is your first episode. Maybe this is, you've been listening to all 48 episodes. I don't know. I wonder if you could do me a little favor. If you know of anybody who is learning a language and you think they would benefit from the ideas and the things that I talk about in this podcast, why not drop them a quick email or a message on Facebook and just say, hey, check out this cool podcast called I Will Teach You a Language on iTunes. I think you'll really like it. If you could do that, that would, that would be really, really cool. I think one of the most effective ways for me to reach new people with the podcast is actually through recommendations. So it would be, uh, it would really mean a lot to me if you could do that. Anyone that you, that you know, friend or colleague is learning a language, just drop them a quick line and let them know about the podcast. That would be absolutely awesome and I'd appreciate it so much. And finally, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful iTalkie. If you'd like to get a free lesson with a native speaker, teacher or informal tutor head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash 
start speaking. I almost forgot it there for a second. I will teach you a language.com forward slash start speaking to claim your free lesson. Also in this episode, I mentioned a whole bunch of resources, the, the things that I do to keep up my languages on a regular basis. I'm going to put a big list of those in the show notes. You can find them at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 48. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.